0: Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, leather, yellow leather.
1: Boom. Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. And I'm Emilio. And we're going to talk about video games. Yeah, a whole bunch of them. All right. Hell yeah. (laughs) Before we do, we just wanted to remind you that if you are on our Discord, then we are still going to be accepting votes for the movies we're going to be watching in July for our movie podcast, Movies on the DL. Check out that podcast and uh, join us on the Discord to vote on what movie you want to watch with the community. It is a good time. We just had our Fifth Element episode that came out recently. Good episode. We talked about that and really good conversation about the Alien franchise. Yeah. I think that was really cool. Hey, uh, Bobby, so can they still nominate
0: or just vote on what has been nominated?
1: The nominations
0: are closed. Okay. They can just vote. For July. For July, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Till next time. (laughs) Uh, For everything else, for that and everything else, to get to our Discord, to our Patreon, to our merch, to our pictures, to every episode ever, go to dlgaming.net, Nirvana. All right, I'm sticking with it. Even though, like, (laughs) it's just us, it's still gamers nirvana. We can we can basically we we can just adopt whatever. We're so low level, we're under the waves, dude. We could be like, Mm -hmm. we could be like dlgaming.net. Just do it. Nobody's gonna say shit, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dlgaming.net.
2: They're magically delicious.
0: (laughs) I'm loving
1: it. <laughs> oh my god!
2: But uh, what, what what do you guys uh, what have you guys seen so far as far as like things on your radar?
1: Um, this week on the radar. So I wanted to start off with one game, Lemni's Gate. Not loving the name here. Yeah. First of all, Lemni's Gate. What is that? I don't know. Yeah, um, who the
2: fuck is Lemni?
1: Yeah, who's Lemni? I don't like that name. But this game looks really interesting. This is a first-person shooter strategy game and it's a mind bender to explain but I will try to do it so what you do is it's turn-based you're playing against another person the game takes place over 25 seconds now the first person gets to choose a character and decides what that character does like he runs around he does objectives and things for 25 seconds then we reset the clock back to the beginning and the other character gets to play or the other uh, player gets to plan, to choose a character. No, he doesn't plan. He chooses a character, and then he can go into the map, play through the same 25 seconds. So player one's character is doing exactly what he did during his turn. Now player two can either go kill that character, or he can go do objectives or something else. Then it goes back to player one. Player one picks another character, who goes in, does objectives, attacks, does whatever. So basically, mm. it's a game that lasts 25 seconds, but you layer on, turn by turn, characters that are doing things. And it's an, this really weird idea for a strategy game, but also mixes in first-person shooter. You've got to go on, on YouTube and look up Lemney's Gate and watch a video of somebody explaining it better than I did because it's a little difficult to understand.
0: I, I kind of get it. So then after you, you're done with a turn... Uh, You could watch it play out over 25 seconds, and it's basically a battle, right? Two Mm -hmm. sides.
1: Yeah, after each side is gone five times. But here's what happens. So player one goes. It's his first turn. He sends somebody over to complete one objective. Mm -hmm. Player two has their first turn. They send someone over to kill the player one's character. Now that objective is no longer complete. So player one gets to go again. Player one sends his next character to go kill players two Player two's first character that would have killed Player's one character. So oh, Player one's first in,
0: last out, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a stacking uh, order, and then yeah. the last thing in happens first. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah.
2: Magic the Gathering. It's, it's Magic like the Gathering. On the yeah. stack. Oh, okay. That's, That's how Magic <laughs> the
0: Gathering stacks work. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Cool. All right. That sounds awesome. I cast Fireball. I cast Counter. I yeah. cast my Counter. It's a, crazy.
1: This. <laughs> so this, well, I'm glad that there's a, a shorthand that you guys are aware of because you got it right away. I'm not sure what the Magic the Gathering. Yeah, Thing is, but... Last
0: in, first out is the okay. way you say it, yeah.
1: All right. Well, maybe that will clear it up for some people. But this game's only 15 99 and not a bad price. You can buy it right now. It's on sale. I think it'll go up to 20 but it doesn't come out yeah. till August 3rd. Um, sounds love super the, dope. Dude. Yeah, love the idea. Hate the name.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I got a I got a buddy that will love this game. Like he loves quirky mechanics and stuff like this, and he loves strategy games. So this is like right up his alley.
1: It seems like this yeah, looks really, have, really good.
0: You're gonna have to sit down with somebody for what an hour. At least for one match, it seems no, like.
1: Well, you get 25 seconds each turn and oh, it flops back and forth. Oh, right, right. So okay. you have five oh. plus five times 25. So 25, what is that? 25 minutes? Not 25 no, seconds. So that would be 2500
0: seconds.
2: 125 seconds. So that'd be two, two minutes and five seconds.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I would assume it'd go pretty quick. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm going to keep an eye on this one because that sounds like a great idea. You can play against the AI. You can play against other people. Um, they've put demos of this out to a select few people. So there's YouTube videos of the gameplay mm. that you can check out. But I don't think it's available to everybody right now.
0: Hmm. Maybe we should send, the, send them a, a strongly worded email to try out <laughs> about where our, comment, our our copy is. Yeah,
2: I'm going to send them a tweet and just ask them, who's Lemony? I looked it up. Apparently, it's the plural of a language, of an ancient language. So, I don't know. Oh,
1: no, get us a copy of the fucking data, dude. I figured Bobby. it would have to be, like, some sort of time travel reference or some sort of, like, time thing. The whole, let me. Just say, sure. have you ever
0: heard of the DL gaming bump? <laughs> Three dots. They'll do the research, and then they'll be banging on our doors.
2: Yeah. Like, here's ten
0: copies. Give them
2: to everybody. <laughs> all
0: right. What Literally about you guys? All ten fans. Uh, so I'm still going through this E3 madness, man. There's just piles of games. I just saw this other thing. There's something called the Gorilla Collective. They announced 70 games uh, uh, just within their, I, I don't know, it's kind of like a group of games that got together and um, are doing their marketing together. Uh, I didn't get anything off of that list because I couldn't tell which ones are going to be on PC. There was like just a ton of games, too much. But besides that, outside of that, there's still mountains of games. I'm just going to keep working through them till the end of the year, I guess. Um, Just the things that, you know, really interest me. Um, Dark Pictures Anthology, uh, House of Ashes. So Dark Pictures Anthology, I guess this is what they do. They make um, interactive movies. And um, they have a few of them under their belt. Can you click on Supermassive Games? We know Supermassive Games, don't we? Uh, yeah, okay, so they make a few of them. They have uh, Little, Little Hope and Man of Medan, and their reviews yeah, are like pretty good, like in the 70s or 80s, and that's hard to do with an uh, interactive film. So this is their newest one. Um, it follows some Iraq uh, war soldiers that fall into a Sumerian-like cave system. And they have to and there of course there's monsters down there and they have to get out of there. It kinda reminded me of um the descent is what like I hmm. I remembered. Um, so I don't know. I've never really played I mean I did the one that was on Netflix, the Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did that one, but you know, I feel like this is gonna be a little more interactive because it's far more on the video game side of it um because it's just full rendered 3d graphics you know Um uh, but yeah i I want to try one of these out and this one looks pretty good
1: hmm. okay all right what about it definitely looks
2: head? i i haven't seen an interactive movie game in a pretty long time i think everybody talks about the one that was on like n64 or whatever it was a long time ago and people were like, this game is going to cause kids to murder kids, and it's going <laughs> to cause violence. That's every game. You know what I'm talking about, Bobby? Um, it was like it, an was interactive a- movie game, and then there was like Night always Trap. a rumor
1: that there was a nude scene because it was just a bunch of teenagers and shit. Are you talking about Night Trap? Yep. Yeah. I don't think that was N64. I think that was PlayStation. PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was a and whole... It- Scandal about that, that game, yeah, and that game is life. on Steam right now. You can get that game on Steam. It's well, ooh. <laughs> it's a ridiculous game. Yeah, oh, you played it? Yeah, I played a little bit of it, and I'm like, oh, this is bad. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't get, get through it.
0: So, like, I wouldn't have put this on the list had I didn't, uh, had I not gone back to their other films and seen that, like, how they did. You know, mm-hmm. and they're they're not terrible, and hopefully, people are getting better as they do a thing you know and this is all they do so hopefully the third iteration yeah. is their best
1: well there was a good one that i played maybe a couple of years ago i think it was called late shift and the company that made it had made another game i don't think it was as popular as popular but late shift was pretty good um, and then there was the one with the videotapes or the one that was oh yeah her, her story her story her story, her story yeah. and telling lies yeah those are great yeah yeah. Um, one that I always think of, too, like if we're talking about classic FMV games, was Sewer Shark for the Sega CD. This is right around the time when <laughs> Sega CD came out, and they yeah. were really trying to show it off, yeah. what it could do. Oh, good. Yeah. Sewer S- Shark and Burn Cycle, I think, were like yeah. the big games.
2: The, the last uh, FMV game I can think of is Until Dawn on PS4. Um, everybody was playing that and talking about it on YouTube because it like had like 50 endings or some shit like that. And like, it was extremely unique on everybody's play style and played and like played paths. And that's the last one I can remember. Hmm. Was this good, Bobby sewer shark?
1: I mean, maybe back in the the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But yeah, probably not today. Yeah. There was a whole phase of these back then because the technology could finally do this. And, People were like, it's the future of gaming. It's realistic graphics, you know, because they were just video recording people.
0: Yep.
1: Uh, but the Sega CD. Dude, by the time you had all those attachments, the Sega CD, the 32X, dude. like, that thing looked like a transformer. Yeah, it was huge. Uh, and then the <laughs> controller By the time
2: got- we finished co- assembling it, you're either going to get cancer or cure cancer with that thing.
0: <laughs> Christian, that uh, Christian, look it up. Uh, dude, like... Um, Sega CD, or what is it? Sega Genesis. Genesis with all attachments. Yeah, with Image. all
1: attachments. Sega CD, 32X. Now, they had a smaller version of the Sega Genesis that would... Um, <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's what I remember. The one where Jeez. it's like... Not not the over-under like that, but to the left, the one where the Sega CD is sticking out the side. Yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah, right there.
0: <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that was a big um, old console. It, it looks of course like the, the Starship Enterprise.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it... It's probably not. It's probably not that much bigger than like a PS Five. Yeah yeah, right.
0: yeah, yeah, you're right. It's huge. Yeah, the PS Five is ridiculous.
2: I, I took a picture of my PS Five with my TV, and my friends were like, "Cause I just mounted my TV." My friends are like, "Why the fuck is your TV so small?" I'm like, "Nah, dog. The PS Five is that big. Like yeah. you don't get it." Well,
1: I don't know where I it's, was. I can't remember, but I saw one in person for I think the first time recently, and it was i was just marveling at the size of it it was just
0: i've heard that before (laughs) hey dick jokes uh i'll do i'll go again since i have so many um death trash is an rpg old school kind of rpg Um, reminded me of fallout 2 fallout 1 fallout 2 Um, post-apocalyptic pixel shaded graphics though uh you know you make a character, you go through the wasteland kind of thing. Um, I, I wouldn't have, he eats his own puke. It's gross. But anyway, um, Mm. uh, I wouldn't have really nothing was standing out to me until I saw the um, combat. And the, uh, the combat is actually, it's action based. It's not turn based. And it it was actually fast paced. Usually games that look like this and have this pacing for the walking and talking. Don't, don't play this quick. It almost turns into an action game at, at those points. Um, more like a uh, I don't know, Enter the Gungeon or something like that, where you like dodge, roll. Yeah, it kind of does. Like it
2: looks as smooth, and it kind of looks like a similar engine.
0: Yeah, really weird that like you usually don't see slow RPGs with fast action like this, and that's why it stood out to me. Uh, looks good. I'm gonna wait for some reviews and see where we're at with this. Yeah,
2: looks, just, it looks pretty interesting. I like I like games like this because. For me, it's like, so I've been playing a little bit more of Grifflins every now and here, like here, like every now and then. And like, this looks like one of those games where it's like, I can pick up and drop and like pick up and drop and like, it'll still be there. Yeah. Um. Unlike other games where you're like, if I pick up and if I drop Total War and I come back to a campaign like three weeks later, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Mm. And I'll just start all over again. But this, this looks pretty fun depending on how expensive it is. If it's like five shekels, then I'll buy it.
1: Well, it's got a demo out right now, I believe. Part of this whole Steam Fest thing, yeah. Um, yeah, you can still get the demo, and no price point yet on the game.
0: Definitely worth the check.
1: Out.
2: You want to? You want to call it? I'm, I'm guessing
0: 9.99. Ooh, yeah, no, 19.99. I'm gonna say,
1: yeah, I'm going to say 20. 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, so,
0: okay. Just because, like, right. you know, when you do a story like this, it's a lot of writing, man. Yeah, a lot of writing. A lot, a lot of settings.
1: The graphics are probably very deceptive here i think there's a lot more to the game
0: yeah loser on. takes a uh, loser takes three shots on air and then
2: emilio if, if if bobby loses too that means you gotta take six yeah <laughs> <That's>... whatever man <laughs> 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 did i ever tell you did I ever tell you that that so in language school not to go off on a tangent like that's how i would drink as weird as that sounds like i w- i didn't want to pay for like drinks on the town especially in monterey california where like an average drink is like 17 bucks i would go to the liquor store buy like the small sailor jerry's that's like this big and i would just chug the whole thing i would get a straw put it in and then chug the whole thing and like sip on some water or a coke and then just coast the whole night and maybe buy one or two drinks at the bar so you were like a hobo Right? That's yeah, like
1: pretty a, much. It's like one step above it's a pretty hobo. much like putting it in a brown bag. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the guy the guy that I always bought it from, because he, he was hella funny, he's like, just make sure you don't do it where the cops can see you. I'm like, bro, I'm 25 years old. I don't really care. I'm in language school and I hate my life. Just let me go. But it was, uh, it, yeah, no, that's how I used to drink, and, and I saw that as a problem, and I really fixed myself with that.
0: But hmm. No, we we yeah. do the same thing pregame, dude. We just fucking drink straight out of the bottle, and yeah, you I, save so much money that way.
2: I have a I have a buddy no who, he's from Kentucky, and he's like one of those guys where it's like, charismatically, he always wants to be on the same level as everyone else, or like even higher. So he's like, bow bow bow, like he's like super excited to see everybody. <laughs> he's super friendly, right? He's like, hey man, how's it going? And uh, one day he's like, Bourjhan, I got off at the same time as you. I want to see what you do when you get off of class. And it's a Friday night. So I'm like, all right. So he follows me to the liquor store. He's like, so what do you do again? And I'm like, yeah, you just pay like 11 bucks for the little sailor Jerry's. And, uh, you just buy a Coke for like a dollar and then you just chug the whole thing. And then you drink it. And he's like, there's no way you drink this. And I chug it. And he's like, Oh my God. He's like, I'm going to try. And he tries, and he pukes halfway through the bottle and, like, into the bottle. Oh, and he doesn't that. drink for the rest of the night. He's like, I'm good. <laughs> it's the only time I've ever seen him seen him not, like, because I still talk to him to this day. And that's the only time I've ever seen him, like,
0: not happy. <laughs> Lose some energy. Yeah, you uh, poison man. them almost to death, dude. That's what happens when <laughs> they're not happy. That's what happens with poison people. Lose happiness. The
2: worst part is after that, so every Friday it would be get get a drink, go to the cigar lounge, and then, like, smoke with, like, three or four friends, and then go out to the karaoke bar and sing terribly. And, dude, we we would always have, like, one or two people that would kind of tag along. They're like, oh, man, you know, you seem kind of cool or whatever. Like, they'd be, like, from different branches or from other classes and stuff. And they'd never smoke cigars in their life because, you know, everybody that joins the military are from all different kinds of walks of life in all different parts of the world or parts of the United States. And, like, they would smoke cigars, and we would get people that, you know, obviously don't know what to do, and we would tell them, hey, don't inhale the cigar smoke. Whatever you do, don't, like, it's not weed. It's not a cigarette. Don't inhale cigar smoke because if you do, you're going to puke. Yeah, a lot of people vomit on it, right? Yeah, and so we had a guy one time. You know, you know how arrogant people are sometimes. Like, yeah. especially if they're from like a big city, they act like they're tough and shit. This guy was from Boston, and he's never smoked cigars before. He's like, hey, man, let me, you know, let me, let me buy a cigar. And he buys like a, a Maduro, which is like the darkest of dark. Extra, it's like extra tobacco. Like, it's it's what Cubans smoke on like the next level, and it's enough like nicotine to knock a cow out. Like, it's insane, and. Uh, he smokes it, and after, like, two puffs, he just yaks all into an ashtray. Because, like, in, it's a nice cigar lounge, and they have ashtrays that are, like, a half a gallon, and they're right next to each of your chairs, and he just yaks straight into it, dude. Gross. And And uh, I, I learned that you should not take just random people out to go cigar smoking. Only vetted people? Only, only vetted people and people that you're cool with. Bobby, do you, do you, like, I know you don't drink, but do you, like, fuck with nicotine at all?
1: No, well, I used to smoke cigars from time to time. What's that? I said,
2: would you do it now, like for like DOG Con or something?
1: Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I think it's been years since I have a cigar. Um, I used to have like maybe a couple a year, but I, I kind of stopped just because I don't know. I'm trying to be super healthy and all that. But yeah. I don't know. I might. Christian, what did, did you, get-
0: you- What did you Google to get these picture of these random people up? Uh, People from Boston. Oh.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. All
0: right. They're Uh, they're all about the vomit. If if you
2: guys you know do DLG Con, uh, shout out to DLG Con. Unfortunately, I won't be able to make it. I just don't have that many leave days. Um, If you guys do go to DLG Con, I will buy you know probably like a dozen a dozen stogies for everybody to have a
0: smoke for me. I guess. Speaking of DLG Con, fuck, I should be plugging it every week. Um go to our Discord and we have DLG Con planning. You can click on that. Uh look at the house that we're looking, looking at right now. We're taking final numbers. So right now we're we're sitting around 10 people that are that are in for sure and like a couple more maybes, like two or three more maybes. So um yeah, go take a look, see what you think. Um yeah, as things are right now, we're looking at like three hundred dollars a person or so. Um, but the more that come in, the cheaper it gets or the better the house gets, one of the two. So the more the merrier. Um it's gonna be in Las Vegas this year. Uh DLGaming.net, is nirvana. See what see what see what look at that. Uh
2: um
0: Christopher. Uh
2: Dare Daris Sotre asks if you can put in a link. Um if you can put in a link uh, in the Twitch chat for DOG con and stuff.
1: Yep. All right. Let's talk about some more games here. So another one that has been on my radar is called fallen aces. This is kind of an old school first person shooter game. It's a little dated, but it's got a, um, not really a unique art style, but a very different art style. It reminds me a little bit of 13. Remember that game? We're mm-hmm. all excited for the remake. Yeah. And the remake wasn't very good. It's kind of like that, uh, sort of, like cel-shaded, like a comic book. Um, takes place in, looks like, the, the 50s, Switchblade City, they call it. That's awesome. But it's being published by Blood Interactive, which they've published quite a few games that I really enjoy. A lot of games that are... Modern but appeal to an audience that enjoys the older games. So you might recognize a few of these: a medieval dusk, uh, gloomwood, which we talked about, that's coming out, um, soon. Um, but these old school, uh, first-person shooter type games, but uh, a little modernized. Apparently, whoever does their artwork, dude, has a real he sticks to the exact same style:
0: it's a black background with red lettering. Yeah. Every single game that they've published, pretty much. It's so weird. It's so weird because it's not, you know, uh, generally the uh, the artwork, I think, usually comes from the uh, game developer. But they're like, nope,
1: <laughs> we'll take mm-hmm. it from here, guys. Well, it's New Blood Interactive, so they got to keep it red, right? That's true. Yeah. Um, they also published uh, Unfortunate Spaceman. Did we play that? I played that with somebody. Nick has played it. Yeah.
2: No, so I I played it for like literally 20 minutes, but I've been trying to get a game. So, you know, the Among Us craze has been crazy. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to get a game night to play Unfortunate Spaceman because this was something that was brought up by one of my favorite YouTubers. He's like, look, Among Us is fun, right? But if you don't want to play a 2D fucking game when you have a $2,000 rig, play Unfortunate Spaceman. Yeah, I mean,
1: a more, uh, Unfortunate Spaceman doesn't look that much better, but it's still... It's not like a top down game. It's a first person perspective. Uh, And they have different modes in there as well. Maybe it was Christian that I played it with, but I remember playing quite a bit of that game, checking it out. It's free too. Completely
2: free. Yeah, it's free. And then even the paid stuff is really cool. Um, You know, speaking of the game of the week, one of the things you can get as far as like for like a dollar, I think, is like you can make your spaceman look like Dead Dead Space 3 character, Mm -hmm. whether it be Isaac or the other guy. Wow.
0: What's nice about first person in these, you know, uh, Among Us type games is you can't see behind you, so you really have no idea who backstabbed you, right?
2: Exactly. And then another thing is that with uh, with unfortunate spacemen, so you have like a traitor or traitors, but it's more combat based than just like instantly killing people. Mm. Like you can instantly kill people, but if you're the monster, like you can like, you know how in Among Us. You instantly win if there's the same amount of uh, same amount of survivors and there's monsters. Well, the monster if there's like three people left, he can just re- completely reveal himself and then beat the shit out of everybody. Mm-hmm. And then at that point in the game, it becomes like a skill game.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So what if um what if you're fighting somebody and some a third party comes in? Would they be able to tell who the traitor is?
2: Yeah, because the person that's the monster is gonna look like a giant monster, oh, okay. unless like that person some. So, like, even the person as the monster still has the human loadout. Like, they can, like, so every human has, like, a weapon and, like, a mining tool and, like, things that they have to use to do actual work. Like, objectives. Yeah. Like, you know, in Among Us, it's like, do the objective. And it's like, drag the yellow wire to the yellow wire, drag so the red wire to too. the red wire. In Unfortunate Spacemen, it's actually, like, skill based, like, events and stuff like that. And, um,. It, there's also some combat stuff, and so it's it's. I would say it's just really just for adults. <laughs> and I, I'm not downplaying Among Us. Among Us is a great game, but it, it's a good game. We really it's because, especially because it. it's free, and it's a good you know party game, and the servers are great too. Like I I've never seen any problems with it. So
0: so Fallen Aces, Bobby.
1: <laughs> yeah, Fallen Aces. So, same publisher as that other game, Unfortunate Spaceman. Uh, but basically, just an old school first person shooter with a comic book art style.
0: <laughs> yeah, it looks like Dick Tracy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Got that yeah, Dick Tracy. Yeah, <laughs> Could be good. Back it, up. I got a broken made by bottle. Made two tree. developers. Just looks like two guys working on this. Oh, looks cool. Yeah, something to keep an eye on. Yep. All right, what you yeah. got? What, was it a boomer shooter? That's boom. what
0: a yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's the
2: that's the any clone for a, a doom clone is a boomer shooter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, this is a game I've talked about before, but the lotion wants me to talk about again because there's a lot of news regarding the game. Um, is Battle Sector? Um, as for like the changes that are being announced and like things that are being made before uh, release, because it releases in two weeks. So. In these kind of games, it's kind of like a, you know, you move your character, you shoot, and then it's the end of your turn, right? Well, now it's like you move your character, you shoot, and then things are continuing going on. You can move more characters and shoot at the same time and stuff like that. So there's more things to juggle. I would almost say it's an RTS, but it's not really real time. But it's more in the sense of you line up actions and they play out immediately. So there's less time to think. Um, they also announced the sisters of battle will be joining. Uh, you know the playable races, and right now it, I think it's only the blood angels and the Tyranids, and it's a blood angel campaign. But um, really, this is the only thing I'm looking forward to in the next
0: couple of weeks. So I've been I've been looking forward to this. I know I'm going to regret asking, but why do they follow the blood angels so much, dude? It seems to be like they're the focus of every story, or not every story, but. Like, every time there's a video game, it's always the Blood Angels.
2: So it's either the Blood Angels or the Ultramarines, and it's because they're literally red and blue. That's, that, that's, that's it? That's about it. You think so? <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, that's that's literally what it is. Um, also, like, the Blood Angels have the most lore, and so do the Ultramarines. Mm. And they just, they can just make up shit for
0: them, and then they just instantly get, you know, a story or a game. So this, is, this game's a, pretty much as close as you're going to get to the tabletop, right? Um. Right now,
2: yes. Besides, you know, tabletop simulator. Which, by the way, I've played a couple games of tabletop simulator, like Warhammer, Warhammer 40k on tabletop simulator. How was it? Holy shit! If you want to save your money and you don't want to go to your sweaty like local game store, you sound like a guy who
0: fucking just realized he wasted ten grand. You're like, oh, no, no,
2: no, no. Don't get me wrong. I love <laughs> I love my models. Painting them is like therapy, and I want to play in person, but just a local game store hasn't opened up warhammer 40k yet and i will the day they open up i'm going to be showing up with my painted models and my half painted models and i'm going to be playing but like during covid tabletop simulator is definitely a godsend because let's say like emilio you have all these units in your army right yeah what do you do you go on a tabletop simulator you import that list of units the game gets all the current stats for those units Gets all the current models for those units, and you can play against your opponent. When you when you create the game, it has all the current rules, all the current settings, all the current possible like battle zones, and it's just all there for you. Dude, I'm super down and to like, play
0: that for with you if we ever have time. But that sounds like yeah, a, like a three hour. <laughs> the endeavor, problem right? is that
2: your average total. I mean, your average Warhammer 40k game is like two and a half hours. Yeah, that's
0: what I was gonna say. Plus, you're gonna have to explain everything to me, so three and a half hours probably.
2: So um, unless you play like 500 points, which is like how everybody's first game is, which I'm totally down for as well.
0: Damn, that sounds, I had no idea that it was so robust on there. That's great to know.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll look more into it and we can, you know, we can play it out. We can even do like a three person game if Bobby's on at the same time, which is the rarity that you're both on at the same time. You're pretty much unicorns. Yep. But, but yeah. Um, so yeah, this is the, the one, the one and only game on my radar.
1: Cool. All right. $35.99 is the price tag on that game. Coming out July It is 15th. on sale
2: right now because of the same summer sale.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, the other game I wanted to talk about is called Inscription. And this is a, a game with a couple different genres here. So it is a card-based game, but it's also a, a psychological horror game, but also kind of an escape room game game. Shit. There's a lot going on here. What really excites me about this is it is being developed by the same people, I believe, that released Pony Island. I don't know if you guys played that one. Um I I never beat it, but that's it's one of those weird games that kind of reach outside the game. You think it's gonna be one thing that it turns out to be something else mm-hmm. and it kind of reaches outside the game at you. Oh, but
0: weird man.
1: Yeah, so just that alone has me kind of excited. and there- yes. So
0: I'm watching the video, and it looks like there's a card game with a, with a board game that you're playing. But then you look up from the board game, and then you're in a 3D cabin. And you go around that room and mm-hmm. try to, like, yeah, that's the exp- ex- escape por- uh, part of it.
1: Yeah, the escape room part. Yeah, so a lot of things at play here. Um, it, the trailer, we're watching it without audio right now. Go back and watch it with audio sometime, and I think it adds a lot to it. But it's such a great—this is a really good trailer for a video game. Really good presentation. Like They really do a good job of hyping it up. Uh, Release date's 2021, so I guess not that far away. But, you know, it's a weird game. I like those weird ones, so something to keep an eye on. Yeah, for sure. Interesting.
2: Bobby, have you ever—you know, you say you like weird games, and this might be my next game of the week. Have you ever heard of a game called Paratropic?
1: No, nope. I don't nope. think so. Me neither. Um,
2: so. so it's one of those games um, that's like literally only like 10 minutes long or like 20 minutes long and it's $3 right now. But the thing is like it has like almost an infinite replay value and it's uh, it's terrible graphics and things like that but it, the more you play it, the like the more you notice like subtle nuances and like the story and the characters that you're playing. Um, and it's known as like one of the weirdest games, and like at like one of the hot like the lowest price, point, price points. And people love it,
1: man. Hmm. Okay, so it's called Paratopic.
2: Paratopic, sorry, not Paratropic.
1: Yeah,
0: eighty two percent for for three bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, Smuggle and so it,
2: like I said, it's like
0: it's like legit ten or twenty minutes.
1: So check it okay.
0: out. Okay, Interesting. Um, so I have Endless Dungeon. Not to be confused with Dungeon of the Endless, which is uh, from the same uh, developers. Uh, these guys, Amplitude Studios, have been making games in the Endless universe for like 15 years now. They probably have like six or seven. This might be their seventh game. Six or seventh game under in the same universe. And by now, it's funny because, like, if you're not paying attention, you wouldn't know that they have this, like, really fleshed out universe with a bunch of, you know, backstories of all these different um, races and all this stuff. Um, I had originally played. God, I don't remember what their RTS is called. No, it's a it's a 4X game. Um, something endless something. And um, it's a beautiful UI. Endless legend. Endless Legend, yeah, and then there's Endless Legend two as well, and then they have DLCs. Um, if you play these games, I believe it's a French developer, and uh, their UIs, their 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 selection of colors, it's just it's always been super appealing to me. Um, Dungeon of the Endless it was their first try at a roguelike. like. Um, it was a really weird mechanic. I wish I understood it. I tried i didn't understand how it worked it was like a it was like a tower defense roguelike it was really strange but that's what this is now so endless dungeon is a um, tower defense roguelike but it's multiplayer and it doesn't have all that weirdness where you have to move there was this weird thing with the crystal on this one you just have to defend against waves of bad guys Uh, beautiful graphics in the same endless world um, looks fantastic. Uh, usually, you know, we were talking about Orcs Must Die. I think mm. that's two-player co-op. This is three players co-op. It has a bunch of different characters. Um, it's a twin-stick shooter. I mean, fucking, this is this is up my alley for sure. I'm I can't wait for a game like this. Do you guys like tower defense in
1: general? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I I, I, I used, like it, but then I feel like I never play those games that much.
0: It's a bit, uh, mobile. I've played probably five or six of them all the way through. Hmm. I really like Tower Defense. Go, go to, home dinosaurs. Is probably. Oh, yeah, that's true.
2: <laughs> I used to be really, really, really into Tower Defense games, as long as they existed in Warcraft 3. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, but now, anytime you say Tower Defense, I'm like, is it in
0: Warcraft 3? I don't want it. But <laughs> this might this might make me want to play it. Yeah. It looks fucking great. Once you see it in action. Yep. Yeah, um the my last game, and this is the last game on the radar, is Evil Ga- uh Evil Dead the Game. Um did we talk about this, Bobby? Yeah, we yeah. talked about it last week. Yeah, I, I brought it up in my list of games oh, were, like okay. the Left for Dead clones. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then never mind. It's just a it's you another like, night and shit. Yeah, it's a third person uh four player co op. Uh, but it it's in the Evil Dead universe. I forgot that we had covered it. Uh that's I, it. Remember,
2: I remember being like probably thirteen or fourteen years old and seeing like like the, the main guy of Evil Dead, like I don't know his name. I think it's Sam maybe. Bruce Campbell. There we go, that one. And I remember like googling it and I'm like, oh no, this is this is just too much shit to get into, man. <laughs> but it's its own I, world I, that's for sure. Like I got into Robocop, I got into like a like Alien, I got into a bunch of other like eighties and nineties things. But Evil Dead is something I never got into.
1: I mean, there's really not too much to it. They just came out with a TV show, but before that, it was three movies. Three movies? Yeah. Well, there was Evil Dead 1, 2, and then... But Evil Dead 2 was like a remake of Evil Dead 1. though. And then there was Army of Darkness, which Mm. is technically the sequel, I suppose.
0: I like the TV show. Uh, um, Bobby and I, we both finished the first season, right? Yeah. And then we didn't watch the second season. I thought it was good. Yeah. It was like campy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. it was in line with that the horror comedy yeah and
0: uh they got him to do all the voiceover for this game too mm-hmm. pretty cool yeah
1: all right well let's talk about what we've been playing i you know other than the uh game of the week which we'll talk about later um i've just been playing more battlefront too and it's um and there's not really much else i can say about that i've been studying so much that i i kind of like have to cool off my brain by playing something a little mindless. So I've been playing Battlefront 2 just doing the arcade modes and also doing the co-op mode. And what's really cool is I, I always hated playing Multiplayer and getting one of the really good characters, you know You build up enough battle points to get one of the good characters. I'd always get annihilated right away So I felt like I was hurting my team and not having fun myself but after playing a lot of co-op and really getting some time versus the AI with uh, You know the jedi and all the higher-class characters that you can buy later. I actually got a lot better Who do you like? um Yoda is my favorite and I think that's just because I like Yoda, so I, I started playing him a lot. But he's not like really a great duelist, a lot like a lot of the other lightsaber wielding characters are. Um, when you say I,
0: duelist, like one
1: on one, yeah, like fighting other hero characters, right, right. How,
0: how often does that happen though? Like, let's say you're you're playing. What, what is there? Is it camp, What is it called? The big battle.
1: Um. Yeah, I can't remember. Whatever what it's, it's called. called, the big battle. Mm-hmm. Like, how often does? two two special characters come it happens from time to time yeah. it's like it's not yeah. common. yeah and you know i did play boss because you had mentioned how much you liked him i started yeah. playing him a lot and he's great versus yeah, the dude. ai i haven't really tried him out versus the rest of uh, or versus actual players but it, he's tough if you take him in heroes versus villains and you're like fighting people with the lightsabers you really got to keep your distance but he um he's all about setting traps yeah, well, he's got the the gas grenade, and then he's got like a grenade launcher that he can use, yeah. so he can really just do a lot of a lot of damage from a distance.
0: I decided least. I'm going to install this and just have it ready to go. Oh, I mean, I haven't put too much work into this, and make fun of me if you will. I don't know how to launch Origin. Like, <laughs> Dude. if I hit, contr- we'll, we'll talk about. Yeah, that. we'll talk. We'll talk about it when we get. Right, there. Thank you.
1: Okay.
2: Because we we wasted thirty five fucking minutes of our. Time trying to play together with
1: I'm tired Legion of this shit. Other shit. It's a goddamn how am I supposed to play my video games? I'm tired of it. Yeah, it's kind of a mess right now, but we'll talk about that when we get to Dead Space 3. All right. Alright, so um, what have you guys been playing? Um uh, More Chivalry
2: 2. Um, it's been a game that so me and my friends, we've taken like a video game hiatus as far as like playing with each other because we've just been playing other shit. Um and then also some of us been going through a lot of life shit. So normally it's about four or five of us playing at the same time and we'd all play the same game, whether it be like WoW or League or PUBG or whatever the fuck it is. And uh so we stopped playing together for about two, three months and now we've been playing chivalry and goddamn when this game works is it's so addicting.
0: Um especially when you're with your buddies, dude.
2: Dude, exactly. And, like, what? And I'm in another Discord as far as, like, just, like, friend groups and stuff. The fuck? And <laughs> it's it's always packed, and people are like, what should we play? Like, we have too many people for Tarkov, and we have too many people for this, or too many people for that. And I'm immediately, like, chivalry. Because there's literally a map where it's, I think it's 32 versus 32, and it's just, a, like, a, like, a 50 foot by 50 foot field it's the first team to get the 300 kills and you just see just people beating the shit out of each other or slaughter and
0: stuff it's a butcher house dude um,
2: yeah and it's it's nuts and it, like even even some of the uh the customization in the game is really good the armor on the, on the on in the game is pretty good they're obviously setting the game up for dlc as far as like weapons and stuff cuz some classes that will have like 12 or 14 or even 18 weapons well, some classes have like six. Mm. Um, so, it's like it, compared to the other game, like the, the Chivalry one, like some of the weapons that were in Chivalry one didn't make it. But the weapons are very unique um, as far as like how they play. Um, you every weapon has a special attack. Um, for example, like a spear, you can't swing a spear like with left click and right like left click and right click. You can only stab. Like, that's all you can do. But the thing is, the spear is the fastest two-handed weapon and the longest fastest two-handed weapon. And so you just, like, keep stabbing and you can beat the... Like, you can kill someone super quick. But the problem is, like, if someone shows up with a shield or something, you're fucked.
0: Mm-hmm. He's a really good guy to come out behind people, obviously, right? Well, Exactly. Is and right. then,
2: like I said, every weapon has, like, a special move. His special move is that, like, let's say you're on a bridge... He plants his spear on the ground, and if someone runs into it, they take, like, triple damage.
0: What do you mean? Like, a, oh, like, like when horses are going to run at spearmen like that?
2: Exactly. Like uh, in Braveheart, you know, he's like, hold, on and they yeah, pick yeah. up the spears and they put it in the ground. Like, that's that's
0: what he does. But that seems pretty. Like, how do you get somebody to walk into a spear?
2: Well, what it is is, like, so that that's what I've been saying a lot as well as far as, like, some of the abilities. Because, like, what are the abilities that, like, the footman has is to build like a, a three by three, like little barricade. That's made out of that's made out of a like wood and it has like spikes on it. Yeah. Well, there's moments where like there are like 20 or 30 people trying to run through one corridor. If you set up like four or five spearmen in there, you're going to just kill everybody. Yeah. And so it really requires like teamwork and shit. So yeah, you got to put it
0: definitely. It's got to be a choke point, right?
2: Yeah. It's not going to work. Special ability
0: choking the chicken, dude. What's he, what's he going to do with the chicken?
2: <laughs> so I think this game has over, <laughs> I think it's over 30 or 40 pick upable items. And like most of them, you can light on fire and throw as well. Um, so like every weapon is throwable, I think, except for the bow. And like you can throw like your two handed mace at somebody if you think they only have like five health left and they can't block anymore and you'll kill them. But you can also literally pick up horse shit and throw it at someone, and it slows them down and stuff,
0: so... Uh, What about the... Are there archers?
2: Yes, there is archers, and so every class has one to four subclasses, or what... Yeah, no, one to four subclasses, depending if you call a weapon a subclass. So archers go from archer to crossbowman to javelinier, and like the javelin is like a smaller spear, but they can also throw it
0: and they also have a shield. So that sounds pretty, every simple. class is like that. Yeah. Javelin sounds like the right thing for me.
2: Yeah. I like, no, it. I, like I said, it, unfortunately it's 40 bucks. Yeah. That's, that's the one fucking drawback, but I feel like it's a game that like, Hey, does everybody have chivalry? Then let's, let let let's play chivalry. Cause we have more than four people or five people. The normal, the normal amount of people
0: to play like a game, like, uh, a, a multiplayer game or anything. Bobby, he's, he is printing, uh, painting a pretty picture here, right?
1: Yeah, but I feel like we had this exact same conversation about the first Chivalry. Yeah, and Mortau. <laughs> uh, oh, what and about Mort the Howell. Siege part about it, uh, Nick? So are, the the are part Siege part about what?
2: it's really nice. Um, so I think there's eight maps as far as, like, uh, the full 64-player game mode. Um. 3 of them are actual sieges, 2 of them are just team deathmatch and like in like a field, and then another like 3 of them are mixed where it's like to be able to advance you have to kill all the villagers, to be able to advance you have to kill like a certain amount of the other people's team. Mm. Um uh and so the sieges are really interesting, so you'll ha- like there's a map where you're sieging a a castle and it's like raining and stuff. And to be able to push the the siege tower, everybody has to stand next to it. And if you're not, it won't move at all. And people will hop into it, and the enemy team can spawn near it compared to where you're spawning. So it's actually like you have to pile in on it, like as if you were like a real you know a team pushing siege it, yeah. tower team. So
1: hmm. did you uh, ever it, get into For honor, Nick? Did you ever play what? that game? Did you ever play a lot of Four Honor?
2: So I actually played Four Honor six months before it was released at the PS4 um, like state of play thing, mm-hmm. like in San Francisco, and then I also played some of it when it came out because I got a free copy. Oh,
1: but okay. yeah, I played it. Did you like that one more or less than these games like Mord? I feel like Mordhau and the Chivalry games are very close to each other, and War of the Roses as well. Although so
2: Mordhau is very similar to Chivalry. So, one thing that Chivalry 2 did, and this is, like... You're you're starting to see this between the games. Like, Mordhau just announced that there's going to be a Mordhau 2. And so, like, they announced it immediately after they announced Chivalry 2 was coming out. And there are so many mechanics that used to be, like, hidden gems and hidden secrets... That are added to the game that are now, like, default. Like, the game teaches you, turn your head when you swing, because your character... If I'm swinging like, from right to left, if I turn my head, my, my swing is going to start even earlier, and I'll hit someone faster. Mm. And so that's something that's taught to you like, while you're playing, and it's a, it's a very important like, thing to go by.
0: Like using your um, whole body to get your swing in,
2: right? Exactly. And then there's weapons that benefit from hitting at the beginning of the swing or at the very end. Like, like a pull hammer, if you hit them at the beginning of the swing, you're hardly going to do any damage. But if you hit him with like the very tip or the very end of the swing, then you're going to do a fuck ton of damage. Mm. Um, they take away a lot of the custom ability from Mordhau, which kind of is it, kind of sad to see, but it also kind of sets up like you know what you're facing, mm-hmm. and you, you're facing less like mean people that are running around with just rocks and throwing knives <laughs> and just throwing them at you until you die. Yeah, and in this game, you really. Every, every time I'm in a fight, and if I am if I don't instantly win with, like, just one swipe because the guy's already beat up, like, every fight just feels good and smooth. I've never had any in-game lag or in-game problems like that, like, where it's like, oh, man, I didn't hit that guy, or how did I miss that guy, or, like, how did that guy hit me? But the one fucking crutch of this game is the goddamn, like, party system. And they this is a problem that's been since day one, and they're still trying to fix it. And... Their their main excuse, I should say, is is uh, cross platform play. They're like, for some reason, the game is detecting some players as Xbox players and some players as PC players, and they won't be able to detect each other each other online. Me and my friends tried every fucking way to make it work reliably, and we just end up having to just manually join a server on the server browser and then just mash to be on the same team. That sucks yeah but it's it's good even if and that's another thing is like even if we weren't on the same team we still had a fuck ton of fun especially when we ran into each other on the battlefield but we had a fuck
0: ton of fun i think it's fair to say that every iteration of these is going to just going to be the best one you know because Mordhau does some things and then chivalry does some things and then whoever they're all learning off of each other the, uh, exactly the next Mordhau is going to take everything that this game did well and put it in their their game yeah Yep. But yeah, that's so, that's uh, that's what I've been playing. I'm in for more four. Right around that's that should be enough incremental uh mm-hmm. improvement for me to be interested. Um I played other side very, very shortly, hour and a half or so. Um this has been on my wish list forever. Um but the steam sale uh is happening, so it's fifty percent off. I also bought um Half Life Alex. Did you buy anything, Bobby? During the Steam sale? Yeah. No, not yet. Okay. Um, I bought Half-Life Alex because I have the VR, um, but I still haven't done the thing to make uh, Steam games work on the Oculus. You can do that, right?
1: Oh, yeah. That works yeah. just fine if you plug it in. That's all you have to do? Just play it? I thought there was a,
0: like a third-party program that you have to use. No. Really?
1: Okay. Um, well, in the Oculus, you have to load up like the... You have to put it in a certain mode, but that's it. Yeah. Oh. You just plug it
0: in. Okay, cool. Um, what was he, what I was going to talk about. Oh, other side. Um, it's a crazy little game, man. So the majority of the game is black and white. It's a, it's a, uh, turn-based tactics rogue light. And so it's all black and white except for red. Uh, the highlights of red. So blood and, you know, scarves and shit are red. Um, so it really makes things pop off the screen when, when blood comes out of enemies and stuff like that, which is always cool. Uh, I really like the look of it. It's very bleak. Um, it's always raining. It's always wet. It's it's bad. Uh, once you play it, you see why it's called Other Side, uh, spelled with a C. Side usually means kills. So uh, there's demons coming from the other side, and you're the team of people who kills them, basically. You're actually just, you're the mother, of, I guess you're goodness or whatever and you pop out clones from yourself and you send them out to do battle um and it is uh, it tells you up, up front it is unforgiving and they're everything saved so if you lose one unit you're not going to be able to like go back to your old save it's not like x in that way it's basically mm-hmm. you're stuck with your choices and i got wiped out my first mission dude well i did the tutorial mission no problem but then i did the first real mission and completely all my all my All my dolls are dead. I think they're called sisters. No, daughters. Um, They all died. And um, what is funny is you cannot heal them either. So before a mission happens, you have the option to, like, sacrifice her and then make another one. But I haven't completely figured out exactly. You get to keep some of the things that she's unlocked, but not everything. So you might. Sacrifice a level three character that has ten hit points, so that you can make a new character and pass the maybe the um, the skills and abilities onto the new character, but the overall experience won't. So she'll be mm. level one again. Okay. So it's a lot like Darkest Dungeon in that way, where you're just going to keep feeding level one characters until you the whole group as a whole can move on to in in the in the campaign.
1: Yeah.
0: So uh, yeah, it's pretty tough though. Um, the, the big thing here is the timeline, uh, show the, the top, Nick, the screen please. So the right there, a lot of games have this, you know, how every turn order, a turn order, how everybody's going to move when they're going to move. Um, and, but this is heavily, I mean, this is the whole game really, um, movement and, and this, so there's moves like shield bash. Where if you shield bash somebody, it stuns them, so they get pushed way back in the order. They lose a bunch of um, Mm. increments of time. Um, If you want to do an attack, like a slash, it's instant. You just do it right there, and it doesn't doesn't move you in the timeline. But if you do a heavy attack, let's see, it'll take you 30 increments. So what's really nice is if you highlight... The heavy attack, it'll show you where in the timeline it's going to put your person. So, if you do a heavy attack, and you know there's nobody that's going right after you, that's fine. But if you're doing a heavy attack, and there's an enemy, he's going to have his action before you finish that heavy attack. Uh, you could also um, do like an Overwatch type thing, where you know you prevent. It was actually super sweet my range character support character i set her up to basically block the next incoming attack on one of the allies so this guy moved in raised his sword gonna kill one of my chicks and he it activated her ability she shot him right in the face and it, the animation was great like he was about to do it got a bullet to the face He's like, fuck! I fucking can't do that anymore. He's like, kind of lost, lost his balance. I was like, oh wow, that played out really well. The just the way it worked. Um, Yeah, I'm gonna keep playing this. This is fun.
1: Hmm. A lot of times the animations are cool at first, but then when you see it for the 50th time, you're just like, come on, skip. Let's get through this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're not very cool. They're not very long. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool. Good looking game. Yeah. Regarding the Steam sale, so I thought sea of thieves was going to be 20 bucks because i've seen it on sale several times for 20 dollars. it's on sale for 26.79 and i don't know if that's because of the new big update they just had some pirates of the caribbean update they just added to it and that's the new sale price or if eventually it will be available for 20 bucks again but that, that's kind of the one i was hoping to pick up on the steam sale but it was not as cheap as i was hoping or game Pass yeah but the thing is i kind of just want the game there whenever so i can play it when you know i'm on and people are just like hey let's let's get into this game you know if i was just like you know what i'm gonna really get into this game and then drop it then i I would do game pass but
0: the only reason i say though because if you're gonna play with i I don't think most people have it on steam i think most people have it on game pass i don't know if there's cross-platform though
1: I think there is.
0: Yeah. Oh, I guess I we should do a research and talk about uh, Windows 11
1: um, next episode. Right? Oh, yeah. There's some interesting things about that. About yeah. Some Steam integration. Yeah. Uh, Nick, did you buy anything on the Steam sale?
2: Dude, I have not. My dumb ass bought all the things that I should have waited for. Yeah. Like two weeks before. Because <clears throat> like the DLC that's coming out for Total War is on sale. Uh, Battle sector is on sale.
0: My my buddy just like my buddy was like, uh, "Are you gonna buy anything on on what is it called?" Um, Epic. No, Amazon's day. Oh, Prime Day. Prime Day. Are you gonna buy anything? And I was like, "No, I just buy things whenever I need them." And he's like, "Oh, fancy!" And I was like, "No, I'm broke, dude. (laughs) Like, I don't." (laughs) There's he always waits for sales and I never wait for sales. I just oh, we need this we just buy it. I don't know Yeah, Yeah, I am too. too. Yeah. Oh, we did buy something. Um Sam bought a Roomba Oh Roomba. Oh really? Let Let me know know how that works 200 bucks for the cheapest one Um, What I don't like about it is it doesn't have that like floor scanning technology So it just kind of bounces around Mm -hmm. it does a really good job I mean the the little thing is fucking it picks up all that shit. You don't see Right? Yeah, yeah, and so that little cartridge is full like all the time it's not very big but the little hopper is full all the time um and what else did we buy oh, i was telling bobby i bought that sparkle uh thing so it's soda streams competitor because we go through a lot of mineral water in this house a lot like every time bobby comes over i give him a can mm-hmm. and so every week we buy a case so um, we started making it ourselves and th- it's yeah. SodaStream's streams competitor, you don't, it doesn't come with like pre-made canisters that you have to go, I guess with soda stream, you got to take that thing to the store and they replace the canister for you. And then you come back with it. Yeah. Uh, some, some weird shit like really getting, weird. A, yeah, like getting a fucking, uh, oil change or something. Um, but this thing, you just put citric acid and baking soda in the top of it. <laughs> they want you to buy the fuck the like, um like their own versions of those two things. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's got to be these ones because these are perfect. Fuck you, dude! I bought a ten pound bag of each and we're good. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you just pour it in the top and then uh, it's great. You can flavor it however you want.
1: Mm. Yep, nice. That's awesome.
0: Yep, but I think I'm done for the steam sale. Like, yeah. Half Life Alex. Can't wait to get into that. Uh, How much be- was that?
1: Thirty four dollars. Oh, okay, yeah, and that yeah. game was like 60 when it came out, yeah, and then I
0: paid half for other side, which was like 15.
1: Uh, yeah, I think it said 1749, yeah, something like that, yeah. So I'm happy with my purchases for sure. Nice, yeah,
2: look, I just realized that the valve index is half off.
1: What, wow, wow. yeah, 4 I thought there was still a wait list for that. That's a
2: it's out. Of, it's already out of stock. But yeah, it's four ninety
0: nine right now. Is that with the fucking towers? No, that's just the headset. Oh, yeah. You're still going to oh, okay. be in for six hundred after the controllers and the
1: yeah.
0: Right. Uh, maybe, How much is everything, Nick? So. Let me cheat. Let me see.
1: If, if yeah, because if there's
2: you can... oh well, no, yeah. The only thing that's on sale is the headset.
1: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like Who you can just buy the
2: whole to. VR kit for full price for $1,000. Oh, my God. Fuckers.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about our game of the week. So we were playing Dead Space 3 this week, kind of going back a little bit to 2013. And Nick and I had a chance to play this co-op. So when I first started playing this, I was a little worried because it wasn't that exciting. I played the first two Dead Space games, and this one just seemed pretty generic you know it, it just seemed like okay we're shooting some monsters there's a bunch of cutscenes, whatever um it doesn't have that it's a, so the game is kind of a third person over the shoulder shooter but it is set up for co-op so you have a character that goes around with you and you can have that played by another person or that can just be an AI. And that kind of takes away the whole scary element. This is not a scary game at all. I wouldn't even call it a horror game. It feels no, yeah, no way more on the action side. Yeah. But where it really started to pick up for me is when we started getting to the crafting the weapons. And I think that's the big conceit of this game is... Oh my God, Emilio just walked out, but I wanted to ask him because there's a game that I know he played and I played a little bit of it, and I can't remember the name of it. But the whole thing about the game is that you create these wild guns. You pick up all these different parts and you put them together like Legos and you create this bizarre weapon that operates in a certain way. And that's kind of what you're doing in Dead Space 3. You're getting all these resources, or you can craft them with materials and you're building these different types of guns that work in different ways. I know, Nick, you did a lot more of that than me. Why don't you describe what kind of guns you were building? So, the game... The game
2: is not very intuitive on, like, the resources as far as like what you can do. Most games, that if they have this much customization, they'll explain, like, hey, you can sell your parts or, hey, you can sell your upgrades. But if you do know what's going on and you do know... Like, because... A little a little bit of a like a preface to the you know to what we're talking about I've played and beaten this game I played as player 1 the first time I played as Isaac and but this playthrough Bobby's playing as the main character I'm playing as the secondary character so there's a mm-hmm. bunch of shit that I already know about and it makes the game a lot easier um for example like you can sell your upgrades mm-hmm. Because when you're playing the game, the game doesn't tell you, hey, you can sell your upgrades. If you sell your upgrades, you can craft even better ones or just even weapons you're not supposed to get until later on in the game. And so, you know, when we were playing and we got the shotgun immediately and you were like, this is a joke. (laughs) Like, we're killing everything almost instantaneously. Hmm. Um, And and that's really what the game is like. And that's... Part of the game, like, so the two things that they advertised in this game was the gun customization and the co-op. And the one thing that they advertised as far as, like, multiplayer goes was that even if you beat the game, you can play multiplayer sessions with randos online, and you'll get random drops. So, like, you can get, like, crazy gun parts and crazy gun upgrades, Mm -hmm. Really, after, like, two playthroughs, you have everything.
1: Yeah, and these guns. So you built one that was like a nail gun, but also had a chainsaw attached to it. So you can craft these, like, super bizarre guns. And uh, Emilio's back, so I want to ask him, what was that game where the whole game was like you were crafting crazy guns?
0: There there was a 3D one where you fly through this big tower of guns. Deadly tower of guns. Tower of guns. Tower of Guns. That was seven. one of them. That was one of okay. them. Something like that. Very similar. That sounds familiar. And your basically your whole screen could be fucking filled up with your gun. Like it, you could just make. Yeah, you just guns. add all
1: these attachments, yeah. and you can create or uh, arrange them in different ways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah th- this yep. is the game Tower of Guns. So this is kind of what Dead Space Three reminded me of. Like uh, a big thing about this game is that you're crafting these these wild and crazy guns. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really tell you that you can do that. And the, the co-op's cool as well. So I, I did like that about the game. Other than that, it's a little generic. There was a part that I really enjoyed that we got to where I had to solve some puzzle and Nick had to defend me from the... What do they call them in this one? Zeds?
2: They are necro. They still call them Necromorphs, oh, as Isaac does. Yeah. But everyone else just calls them... They're just like, the monsters
1: or yeah. the things... Yeah, the necromorphs. So the necromorphs are coming. Nick's fending them off, and I have to solve this puzzle. And I thought, and the puzzle was pretty cool. It was like a little Tetris thing, but I thought it was pretty good. It is cool
0: because usually it's AI that's working at the computer, right? mm -hmm. But now it's like your partner, and you could he could actually be like, you better hurry up, it's getting tight, or whatever. Yeah.
2: But in in that in that instance, because I've played some of the game like single player, in that instance you get to choose really if you want to do this puzzle or if you want to do the defending, I think you guys do the the right. The puzzle is timed. (laughs) And if you do the defending, you, you just you all just have to defend for a certain amount of time. Yeah. But if you do a co-op, it's infinite time until the person, until the person solves it. Yeah. And so, and it keeps getting harder and harder and harder. And then on the difficulty that we're playing on, if Bobby's doing the, if Bobby's doing the, the puzzle and he gets hit he has to start all over again
0: shit yeah you guys yeah. on nightmare or whatever
1: uh we're playing on the second or the difficulty above normal uh they got yeah. names for it but it's basically hard um the other thing that they do that's different about this game is it's not linear like the other two were so you can get into your shuttle and you can go off to another location and do a side mission and then go back to another location and resume the main quest line so it's a little more open world than the other ones were but still not like a sandbox or anything like that and then the gameplay it doesn't have that dismemberment like the the Mm. first one did and i think the second one where it was it wasn't even about doing damage it was all about severing the limbs it doesn't really have that as much fucking cool man yeah it was great but You know, I still think the first one's the best. Yeah, it kind of has it a little bit, but really you're just building these wacky, crazy guns. Um, And I think that's kind of where, or what turned me off to this game at first is because they were advertising a lot of DLC with it. This game came out in 2013, and this was like in the height of, you know, uh, uh, DLC and microtransactions. Holy hell. So it had all these things that you could buy and you could get, I guess, different gun parts Uh, to craft things, and it just, I I didn't understand what it was, and it just kind of like, I I saw, like, all these little small fees, and I thought, eh, that's stupid, I'm not interested. And the way I got this game is interesting. Um, When SimCity came out on Origin, very famously, it was a big disappointment, because the game wasn't that great, but also all the servers failed, and Mm -hmm. nobody could play it on release. So as an apology, EA offered everybody their choice of one free game and i think it was dead space 3 there might have been like crisis 3 in there like there there were some decent games but stuff you probably already had but that i believe is how i got dead space 3 and i think that might have been causing some problems that we had because i was loading up origin i'm still using origin not ea desktop the new beta that they have their launcher nick was using ea desktop When we both logged on, we couldn't see each Mm -hmm. other on our friends list. So I said, okay, let me just get on EA Desktop. I should be using that anyway. I load up EA Desktop. I can't see Dead Space 3. I can see Battlefront 2 there. I can see my other games. No Dead Space 3. I scroll down and it says, um, if you don't see your game, don't worry. We haven't added all of them yet. Yet Nick loading up EA Desktop can see his Dead Space 3 game. But he has it through Origin Access. So I don't know if that had something to do with it. Because I saw, I saw Dead Space 3 available through you end Origin Access. Oh, no, uh, well, this, this, this,
2: this is the thing I alluded to earlier. Well, we, we, we ended spent,
1: up, yeah, just to answer his question real quick, he, he loaded up the old school Origin launcher, and so did I. Oh. We saw each other, yeah, and then it worked. Okay. Yeah. How do I launch yeah, Origin?
2: We, <laughs> we ended up, it ended up taking us 35 minutes. To finally get everything to work.
1: Yeah, it was but, a mess, and we had a problem when we tried to play Battlefront Two together, and I think this was the same reason. Um, but Bobby, I can't even launch the launcher. How do I? I hit the Windows key. I type in Origin. Doesn't come up.
0: I go into the program files. It's right there. The AXE. Click on it. Doesn't work. But I know that it works because I've played. It takes two, and it loaded up in the background. It has to, yeah, for it to work. I don't know. Dude, that's I how did, I had to open
2: have... up EA. That's how I had to open up the new EA thing. Mm-hmm. I can't open up EA, whatever the fuck it's called, EA Pass. I'm just going to call it Pass. Yeah. I couldn't not open not up EA Pass access. whatsoever. Like, I would look it up on my computer. It would show up. I'd click it. Nothing fucking happens. Yeah. You want to know how to open it, dude? I had to open Xbox. I had to find Battlefront on Xbox, launch the game, and then open up my game library through the new EA Pass thing while Battlefront is is running.
1: See, I think, I think you may have it installed because you played it through Steam, and Steam has to load that up in the background. But did you actually go out and install the Origin launcher? I could have
0: sworn I did. I think I had to. I'll, I'll double check. Okay. But,
1: yeah. You could try downloading the new EA Desktop Beta, which is the new launcher as well. Like yeah. That should work for you.
0: Um, I need you to set up uh, Steam share again because I'm on the new computer. Oh, family share. So we should yeah. do that. We
1: got to do that again. Yep.
0: That's right. Which is why I didn't play Dead City. I didn't have it. I didn't have access to it.
1: Oh, you didn't have it. Well, you wouldn't have had access through my Steam because oh. I have it through Origin anyway. But well, I have
0: Steam. I think I have Premiere. I used to have Premiere. Hopefully I don't anymore. Anyway.
2: Do you have Game Pass? You can play it, Emilio. Oh, Okay. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but you know, I would like to finish Dead Space 3. I played the other two games I would like to just finish off the trilogy. I got to do the same thing with crisis as well um, I still think the first one the first Dead Space is the best But I don't know how well that game holds up, you yeah. know it came out in 2008 It was really quiet and kind of like a, a brooding atmospheric horror game um, It did that really well, but it, it was long. It was like an 8 to 10 hour game Um when they went There's rumors
2: from... of that they're reimagining Dead Space 1.
1: Really? Like a like yeah. a remake or
2: so it's going to be first person, it's going to be a straight horror game mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be like a, a different telling of the story. Okay. But it's been all over like what culture gaming's uh YouTube channel, it's been over a bunch of other YouTube channels. Everybody's talking about how EA has been announcing the reboot of another franchise that they used to own. Or they own, but it's like dead. And it w- they were oh, yeah. talking about Dead Space.
1: Yeah, I mean, they haven't done anything with it since Dead Space 3. And the first Dead Space was very different because Isaac didn't talk at all. It was the whole silent protagonist thing that we, that a lot of games had back then. It was very common. Um, People used to always talk about how there was reasons for doing that and how it added to the game, allowed the player to kind of impose themselves, yeah, project themselves into the game more. Uh, But I remember when I was reading Will Whitman's book, Significant Zero: Heroes Mm -hmm. and Villains: The Fight for Soul in Video Games, or whatever it was called, you know, the long subtitle. But he was talking about how that was so stupid and he hated it so much, and you know, it was just always done as a crutch because they couldn't or it was always done just because they couldn't really do storytelling in a lot of games so i don't know i'd be interested to go back and play a game like half-life or dead space with the silent protagonist and see how that really holds up compared to the games today because it does seem if you think about any other story how could you possibly tell a story <laughs> when the main character doesn't talk at yeah. all and they like, don't even bring it up in half-life like in Half Life, nobody's ever like, oh, don't Well, oh, they talk. do. In Half Life 2, like Alex says, oh, you don't, you're, you're pretty quiet or you don't talk that oh, much. She? Yeah, they lampshade it from yeah. time to time. Mm-hmm. But you would never see that in any other medium. Although, Willy's Wonderland, that movie with mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah, he Nicolas Cage, yeah. he doesn't talk at all during it. And that's the um, great cinema. What's the, what's the game that that's based uh, on? Five, five Nights, Nights at, at Freddy's. Freddy's. Yeah. But it's kind of a gimmick in that. And the movie's not very good. And that's probably part of, part of the reason, but. You know, I, I just, I don't know. I don't think, I, I think he might be right. I think that maybe the silent protagonist didn't work. And the other two games, so two, he started talking. And of course in three, he does as well. But in the first one, at the end of the game is when he takes off his helmet and you see his face. Like that's the end of the game right there. So you then you have kind of a more personal connection with the character that you spent all this time with. Because until then, he's just been basically like this metal man- Iron Man in a suit.
0: Well you knew he's an engineer right? Like he's not Mm -hmm. and he's using his tools from around the ship to kill things.
2: Yeah as weapons. So like the first weapon you get is a welding tool. Like it's used to like make welds from far away and that's what you're using as a weapon.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Bobby, so he made a crazy nail gun Mm -hmm. and what'd you make? I didn't make anything that crazy I was experimenting all my guns seem to suck I spent a lot more upgrading my suit
2: yes so that's exactly what I was about to say is Bobby spent more time upgrading his suit while I'm like I'm just gonna make an OP gun yeah and
0: Bobby that's the it, way to go it's a poor musician who plays his instrument Bobby it's not the guns who sucked
1: <laughs> No, some of the, well, th- I made one there's gun. Some and of the Nick, guns fucking suck. Yeah, well, he <laughs> told me at one point, he's like, you know, all you're doing is knocking them down. That gun doesn't do any damage. <laughs> like, uh-huh. oh, okay. Because there's like a hydraulic and thing. And
0: but you can, you can combine to it. On.
1: You can combine the hydraulic with something else. So it launches something into them. Like it shoots something at them as opposed to just like air blasting. Them
0: that does down. sound pretty fun. I like the whole like uh, trial and error thing of this building these things.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, the gun part is cool. I I do enjoy that. Um you know what? I I can't remember if I had this problem with the other games, but I found the third person over the shoulder perspective really annoying in this. There were mm. lots of times where I was obstructing my view of my aim and it just I was trying to even bring up my menu, you know how you press tab it yeah. brings up the menu right in front of you like a screen. Is there and a shoulder I, hop? Most games have a shoulder no, hop. There, I couldn't find one. Just pressing all the buttons, couldn't find a shoulder switch, but yeah, and I was blocking the menu when I was trying to look at that. So I don't know. I found it really frustrating working with that.
0: Hmm. So overall uh holds up.
2: Um <laughs> If I mean I, I'd play it if it's on Game Pass.
1: Yeah. You know? First one's it is. still the best, but who knows if that one even holds up. Yeah. I mean it's all right. They they tried to do new stuff in this. I appreciate that, but still this is an eight year old game. So a lot of things do feel dated, especially with the the menu. For instance, Nick and I would join in into a game. If he joined into my game, I couldn't mute his in-game voice chat. So I would hear him double. The only way you can do that is if you, you quit the game, go back to your save point, go back to the menu and then mute each other, then go back in. So little clunky things like that were a little annoying. Um, sniper can you do me a favor i made a
0: post in the hangout uh can you do that can you search by by people's post by their name i think you can and I, I, can. I said what a cool little program and i put a link in there so uh somebody wrote this thing he said it took him months to write this uh uh script but basically what it does is it takes your steam profile it takes your wish list and cross references that with the what all the um subscription uh models there are and it shows you which the best choice for you because like oh this one has three of the games on your wish list or whatever it is you know what i mean okay so you would be like oh game pass has like four of the games on your wish list like it's totally worth it for getting a month
1: okay so it's called game pass compare yeah dot so you, com
0: yep so you put your steam id in there you got to make your thing public first of all and then uh yeah and then it'll tell you what the mm. best one is.
1: I got 10 games on my wish list. This wouldn't help me that much. Let's do it, Bobby.
0: Can we do yours? Is yours public?
1: Uh, my profile is public.
2: Yeah. literally have four games on my wish list.
0: Wow. I had like 15 before this, and so now I have like mm. well, there
1: Christian's trying his. It doesn't seem to be working, though. Uh, I think when it asks for your Steam ID, you might need to do the numbers. Just the numbers, not the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I I don't know. I don't have a whole lot. on Well, I do have Sea of Thieves on my wish list, so maybe it would tell me Game Pass.
0: I've never really had like a great night of Sea of Thieves. I've always wanted to, like four or five. You could do up to six, right, on a galleon?
2: No, it's... Well, I think you can do four and then a two ship. I think that's the new thing, is that you can do four, and then uh, like you can have like some homies on the two-person ship.
1: Hmm. Four plus two. So does
2: this work? Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of games on my Steam wish list. I use it as... Um, <laughs> I just hit wish list on everything. That's cool. So it says if I bought everything, my Xbox Game Pass, $191, I'd I'd save, I guess. Which actually doesn't seem like that much. Because I have like 100
1: games on there. But
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's cool, though. You can see which ones are on there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, not bad. Huh. All, all right. right. Well, uh, Listener questions? I don't think we have any yeah. this week. No, we have four. We do? Oh, okay. Here Let's, we go.
0: Let me start with the Reapers real quick, just so I don't forget it. He's asking, have you all played uh, Dungeon Defenders? We did, right? Why well, we played it together? With a Chad. long time ago. Yeah.
1: That game came out a long time ago. Oh,
0: he's probably asking because of um, we were talking endless, about, endless Dungeon.
1: Yeah, well, we were uh, yeah. talking about d- uh, tower defense games. Yeah. And Dungeon Defenders... Was a pretty popular game when it came out 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah, a long time ago, but it was um, I don't know if there was a lot of like microtransaction shady no, stuff. It was in it.
0: part two came out, dude, and just fucking went straight all microtransaction okay. and ruined the franchise. All right. Yeah, but the first one solid is because it just stands on its own. <laughs> Make yeah. a good game, sell a lot of copies, right, Bobby? Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> know then... when
2: er, when anyone, anytime ever mentions orcs must die, this is the game I think of every fucking time. Oh, but I really think of Dungeon Defenders.
0: Yeah, orcs must die is not as open worldy as I mean this is mm-hmm. an open world, but it's a more incl- like they're coming from one yeah, direction, they're being
1: funneled into one area. Yeah. Um. I remember this game being hard. I remember us having a difficult time with it for some reason.
0: Yeah. But that makes it good. I think mean,
1: mm-hmm. oh, Maybe we oh. just weren't good at video games back then. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's crazy this game's 10 years old. Still looks pretty good for 10 yeah. years ago. Uh
0: okay, let's get into the other ones. All oh, right. there it is. Um what's your This is from um Shittin? Shittin bullets? Is that right? Shit in bullets eighty nine. Uh, what's your fondest memory of a pet in a game or otherwise? Ooh, I mean
1: that's tough yeah. because I always feel like the pets are forced upon me. You know, like whenever they have uh, a game where you have a have a pet and they try to add, that's supposed to be part of the gameplay or the mechanics. Mm-hmm. It always feels a little forced. I always think of that Call of Duty where when they did their release, trailer, announcement, whatever. Like, they focused so much on the dog. I think that was Ghosts that had the dog.
0: Yeah, I think so. Uh, Plus, a dog. Um, I'm always the pet class, like, 100%. And they they almost always suck. Like, the pet classes are almost always bad. And I will fucking sit there and try to make it work. I will try different gear. I I will just fucking put a square peg in a round hole uh, i'll just smash it in there and make it work um some games it's broken like th- there are pre- pet glasses uh classes that i remember C- city of heroes I, I was super overpowered i was uh soloing i was soloing zones w- before people could go in going in there as groups i remember it was crazy it was broken um, so every once in a while that happens, but yeah, uh, my favorite, there were a couple, um, I remember, at, and this is probably why I'm so into the, because in EverQuest I played a Necromancer and they were basically the only class in EverQuest that could solo that the only class, uh, that game was so hard. And, um, when you got really into the late game, it wasn't just a skeleton. You could actually pick what kind of pet you wanted. And so I picked a rogue, a rogue skeleton. It's just a little guy with a knife. But if you if you fear the mob, the little guy, it's all backstabs because it's running away from him. So he just, he's getting backstab damage the entire time. And I just thought that was so fucking cool that I could take all these different spells, make them work, you know, on top of dots and all this other stuff. And then sp- pace myself, space myself the right amount of distance. So when the fear broke, I had the 1.5 seconds to recast it before it hit me and, and start the whole thing again. So I really liked that. Um, And besides that, I really, really enjoyed how in WoW, originally the hunter pets, they had, they had like abilities built in. So, like, yes,
2: they were they were uh, they were specific to the mobs. Yeah. So if to, you got like, to the, the, k- the ultra rare lion that spawned four times a day in Thunderbluff, right? It would have like, and there was always like a best pet for certain situations. Nice. Yep. Well, the boars
1: and, were used a lot in PvP because they had stun. Yep. Yeah, they exactly. had a
0: charge and a stun, right? Yep. And then. Um, you know, you could get variants. You could get like the rare ones like he's telling know, when he spawns for it. And yep, I fucking sat out there and I waited for, you know, the Savannah lion or whatever lion it was. And I, you know, just to get it because it looks so cool. And sometimes they had rare abilities too. And yeah, here's me fucking putting the square peg in the wrong hole, uh the wrong hole. Um, the, uh, I just try to make the turtle work nobody no hunters were using the turtle but i was like my turtle can tank this fucking dungeon i promise you and so i would just fucking heal my fucking turtle and it could tank. it just couldn't hold very uh, aggro very well but it was it was you know, a tank
2: you know what's funny is that uh, me and my me and my friend we were like talking about like the dumbest moments of being like so when you played wow you were an adult right when i played wow i was like 11 or 10 so one thing that eleven and ten year olds do to each other is lie a lot. Um, you know, they make up shit like you can find a mew behind a trash can in the first Pokemon game and all that stuff you have to you have to have a certain amount of rare candies and Pokemon you have a certain Pokemon and that that like that's what fucking kids do. Well one of the ones mostly that you. I got tricked into was if you see anybody riding a mount or any creature that could be used as a mount like, you know, like a Kodo or something, it had a chance of dropping it as a mount.
0: Yeah, I remember. So I'd be, that.
2: like, the middle of the fucking... The, the fucking barons killing Kodos. And I'm like, man, I'm gonna get a free Kodo mount. Watch me. <laughs> Watch I'm me. out there. I'm just killing Kodos. And then my other friend, uh, he had the same thing happen to him. We were, we were talking. We were just joking around. And his was, if you see any mob you could get their weapon if you kill them enough time. Like, is any, any mob. And like, mind you, we never made it to 60 because we were too dumb and young. (laughs) And like,
0: it's like schoolyard, schoolyard fucking lies.
2: Oh dude, exactly. And so like, he would be killing the same centaur to get like a spear with an extra feather on it for (laughs) hours. like, you know what? It's not going to drop. I'm just going to keep doing quests.
0: Uh, Chad and I would always, I did that nick but i didn't do it stupidly like i i did it for <laughs> i did it for xp uh i would always solo i wouldn't do quests i would just grind chad said i was the stupidest i was like dude i'm not going to be running around i'm just going to kill yellow condom mobs over and over and over and you can make good money like every once in a while you get a blue drop or whatever and that's how i played like I, i'm a am a go in the forest and solo kind of guy obviously yeah, yeah. i would do the quest okay. that you have to do but yeah i would just yeah Try to do dungeons by myself and shit.
2: You know, you know. It's funny as you say that now, right? And it, it, it's one of the things that I hate about WoW. Like when WoW Classic came out, there was no experimentation. There was no like trying something new or anything like that. It was instantly like these people need this gear. Mm-hmm. Like you had tanks wearing leather and stuff like that. In which, like back in the normal days of of Warcraft, like War, like World of Warcraft. You would never see a warrior wearing leather. You would never see them wearing chainmail. It was always plate. But oh this gives crit and then you know this doubles your DPS as a tank, but and you can hold more aggro. It just had no complete like there's no and like there's no questioning there's no it Yeah, the meta's it, already the meta's already written. Exactly. And like people it's like I hope whenever Quest three comes out like there's just a way you can't share information or some like something if it ever does come out. But I, ju- I want a game where you have to learn, and there's no like, hey, this sword is the best thing for rogues. There's no other sword. You can't run this dungeon unless you have that sword. Like that that that's what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, Star
1: Wars Galaxies uh, Restoration Three, bro. Find me there, 5 p.m. EST every day until I die
0: that's exactly what i was going to say if they take a page out of star wars galaxy the the optimum build for you is is very i think it can vary well especially if you're going to try to be a jedi right but uh there's so many options you could just really fine tune it to whatever you want there there isn't a warrior class that has a hard meta there's a warrior dancer fucking drink server that you have to find the meta for yourself. Because so Bobby couldn't even find out how to get into his spaceship or whatever it was. Uh, let alone is there gonna be a, a meta out there for so yeah. yeah. Maybe you just play a game that's so bad that nobody's written any articles.
2: <laughs> and nobody has paid in the last twelve years. <laughs> yeah. How do but I, I know, maximize my question from sh- shit and bullets eighty nine? Uh, you know, what's your finest memory of a pet in the game or otherwise? Um is dog meat and and you know Reaper mentioned this in the in the chat, but it's really the one I have is dog meat in and, and, uh Fallout Four. And you guys remember him? Do you guys ever play Fallout Four? Yeah,
1: didn't play four.
2: You should play. You should play four. It's it's not bad,
0: especially with the DLC. But doesn't like I think a, it's on sale o- right now. Doesn't like open world. Doesn't like RPGs. Doesn't like dogs. Ah, try, try again.
2: Try again. <laughs> so dog meat if you follow, like, the suggested path in the game, you you immediately get him, right? Like, you go to the gas station, and you immediately get him. Well, my dumbass, well will slash, like, you know, person who's played Fallout 4, I mean, Fallout 3 over 30 times and beaten it 30 times. I know how the game's supposed to work. Like, it tricks you into thinking that you have freedom, but really it's on rails, and, you know, everything's like a dungeon or this or that or another. So... As soon as I got dog meat, I literally just turned around and walked a different direction than the game wanted me to. And I didn't realize that I was walking into like an area that has a set difficulty of mobs. Cause like in Fallout it's very well known that the higher level you are, the more dangerous mobs spawn, right? It scales, yeah. Yeah, it scales. But in some areas, there is no scaling. It's either super easy if you're high level or super Rodonko hard if you're low level. Well, I'm like, cool man, I got this dog. It's fucking up everything that I'm meeting on the road. I'm gonna go try to do this, you know, this little dungeon or whatever the fuck. It, it was like a little like a little like power station or something. Yeah. First mob just blasts him and just instantly downs him and I just I just walk away. I just leave him there. I'm like, nah, I'm good. How good, son. So you just went the rest of the game? one shotgun blast just ended my pet. You went the rest of the game without him? No, eventually, I, you know, I went back, and you can pick him up, or if you sleep, he, you know, rezzes next to you. Oh, okay. But, yeah, that's my that's my one memory that I have of Dogmeat. I like, it's never like he's saving or anything. He just ran up to somebody, and he got blasted once, and I was just like, uh-uh, I'm good.
0: <laughs> hey, Nick, did you ever follow any of the modding uh, on that game and how deep it went? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, just for a couple, for people that don't know or haven't played Fallout 4, there is a like a 1.5 that you can get where it takes the entire, there's a whole village aspect of it where you have to build up the little towns to at least the point where they can defend themselves before you can kind of like move on. And a lot of people didn't like that part. It was kind of like a homesteading aspect of the game, like a Farmville thing. I'm making it sound like worse than it is, but, um, you know, you're building a town um there's a mod that takes that out of the game you just once you liberate the town you don't have to worry about that town again yep um hey, but there's did you also know that
2: one of the new dlcs completely removes it from the game too oh really yeah so there's a dlc where you go into like the raider headquarters of all the raiders ever on the map and is if you join the raider team like if you join one of the raider like clans you can never do a, a a a base again like you can never build one you never have to build one mm. and then all the ones that if you if you've liberated any of them or built any of them before you can attack them and get currency and stuff
0: and then conversely if you really like the city building aspect of it there's ones that take li- the limits off of what you can build so some have like just like a square area and that's all you can build if there's area for 11 buildings you that's all you could do you could go up a little bit maybe put a second story but that's it now you can just make metropolises and just like keep going way up into the sky all kinds of shit and the amount of mods that there are for these games are it's fucking ridiculous but nick maybe you can shed some light on where i stopped on this game so the big thing in this game the original one was that um there's three major factions and you have to join one of them right
2: actually four but yeah go on
0: okay um i the way it worked out for me and i might have fucked this up but i was presented with a question like are you going to join us or not and i believe it was the like androids right i hadn't even met the other two yet and i had to answer this person and i didn't want to like how how could i say yes or no right now i could probably come back and say yes later or whatever but i just felt like how could I possibly answer you if I haven't met the other factions yet? So that's where I stopped well, that's, playing.
2: That's part of the game, like, there there are there are points in the game where it's like, hey, answer this question. And then, like, they're asking you all these things that you're quote-unquote supposed to know. But if you don't know anything about them because you never met them, you can't really make the good decision. So what you're supposed to do is, like... Say no, go explore, come back and say yes. But I think the actual, like the Android faction that you're talking about, the Synths, they're one of the only ones that you can't do that, where you can't come back after saying no.
0: Yeah, that, so that's what happened to me. So yeah. I, I just kind of, I did not enjoy being pigeonholed right there. And I stopped for a while and then I just never went back. But I should. So let me. With some like graphic that, mods, dude, with my, my 3080 back. RTX.
2: This is something that will definitely bring you back. So there's a mod that you can do, and I think it's called Different Start. And what you can do is you can decide to spawn, like you can start the game, and you can check what quests you've done. You can check, uh, you know, what level you're at. Um, you can check, you can check, like all these different things that you can put in the like the in the on the checklist. And you can uh, you instantly get to that point in the game. So like let's say like you lose your save, right, Emilio?
0: Yeah, it's a great place to and start you, off.
2: And like you're like, you know what, I just joined the Brotherhood of Steel, I'm like halfway through their quest line. This this mod will allow you to choose what quests you've done, choose, you know, the factions you joined and all that stuff, and it'll and it just immediately takes you there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. There's also there's also mods for like just to complete the completely skip the first forty minutes of the game, like the oh you know everybody's running to the fallout shelter because the fallout shelter salesman's at your house and you had to customize your daughter and you yeah yeah customize your, your wife and all, or yourself and
0: so welcome back to skip. Fallout Forecast. For, fallout forecast Look at that. it even works um <laughs> all right um what's the best uh, way to get into warhammer 40k oh jesus christ Are you just fucking trolling me dude who is it what's his name <laughs> ariana grande's ponytail <laughs>
2: um I, what i will say and i'll keep it very short um it's not for everybody it's an expensive hobby to play in person
0: tabletop um, simulator dude boom
2: Dumb. exactly it, Tabletop simulator is a way to go if you actually want to play, but if you want to get into the, the computer games, if you want to get into the world, there's there's one video that you can watch, or it's two videos that's supposed to be one. And it's a video by Bricky, And he's a pretty famous YouTuber, and he describes every race in the game in the in the universe. At like the major races. And It kind of just seeds, like, the overall story as well as, like, what's going on currently and all the races. So, like, you might be like, I don't know where to fucking start with this shit. And you watch that video and you're like, okay, like, I kind of get what's going on.
0: It's pretty entertaining, dude. Like, as I listened to it with no background, zero background in 40K, except for playing Dawn of War. And I was, like, pretty entertained. Like, that's a really, really good video.
2: And that—that's why I always point. Like I, ju- I, I, one of the people I played D and D with in person, which we just started last week.
0: Um, he was
2: like, "Man, you got all these cool models and stuff." And he's like, "I always wondered about Warhammer Forty K." He's like, "What do you suggest?" I was like, just watch that one fucking video, man." And he—and he did it. He's like, "Now he's like asking a bunch of questions and he's trying to get into it." So, yeah, it's definitely where to start.
0: We lost another one. <laughs> uh, Tickle me Almo asks. <clears throat> Can you do any tongue twisters? Uh, I used to say toy boat five times fast. Anybody? Does it eventually just turn into boy butt or something like that? No, you just can't say it. You just.
1: Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. (laughs) Is that five? Yeah, yeah, that was
0: six. (laughs) A little faster. A little extra
1: one in there for you.
0: You end up at toy boy, or I do every time. Toy Toy boy. toy boy, yeah. Yeah, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, yellow leather red leather, yellow leather. Boom. Hmm. Isn't there one in Spanish that's like super popular? Tres trigos tragan al trígal, something like that. Tres trigos yeah. tragan al. Fuck. Yeah, there's that one. Everybody, every race or every race, every language, I'm sure has some. Yeah, they, yeah, and in Hebrew it's the worst. We don't talk. About <laughs> we don't talk about that. It's bad. There's a like lot in it and a lot of in it. It's not fun. Bobby, you got any?
1: Oh, I don't know. What? Uh, Sally sells. Oh, come on, seashells. dude. <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> it's like the <laughs> one. Yeah, I mean, what other ones are there? Um, how much wood could a woodchuck? Although that one's not really much of a tongue twister.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's it's nice to hear. Would a, would a bear bear fuck something about a bear bear i don't know i don't remember all right (laughs) that's a good question we've just ran into the dirt tickle me almost sorry there's there's one in hebrew
2: like you know the toy boat one there's one it's like oh say this five times fast and it's sarah sings a happy song but in hebrew it's sarah sarah shir sameh and, like, say that five times fast, and you're just like, nah, I'm good, man. I'm just going to go cry. you cough up a
0: hairball, dude, if you try that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, what's everybody playing next week? Fucking Half-Life Alex.
0: And if it's as good as
1: everybody says it is,
0: that's probably all I'll be playing.
2: Uh, dead Space with Bobby. But we do need to decide on a game of the week for next week. Who's up? And it's Bobby's turn.
1: I had a few ideas, but I don't know if we want to hash this out here. Um, it's, a, it's
0: ultimately your call. We don't have to put anything.
1: Well, there was one. I don't know how you guys are going to feel about this, but I've always wanted to check out Genshin Impact. Oh, it's oh, like God. a. Oh, that's the one that you said, Nick, right? Like, why?
0: I hate it, right?
2: <laughs> I hate it without even having to touch it, but I'll play it, you know?
1: Yeah, it's a free game. I think it's on mobile as well. So I'm thinking that might be a little bit better for you because you're going to be out of town for a while. Yeah. Um, It's an MMO game, and I know there's a few people on the Discord that play it. Uh, It has been criticized, I believe, because there's some microtransaction stuff that's a little weird, you know, a little pay-to-win here and there, but I don't know.
0: I like it, dude, because it takes us all out of our wheelhouse. Hundred percent.
1: This is not something any of us would.
2: As someone who watches anime, this is in my wheelhouse.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I don't like. It's going to take me thirty minutes
0: to finish beating off before I can play it every time. I only have thirty five minutes to play every time, so I'm going to get five minutes each time. There, there's actually not much. There's nothing sexy about these characters. (laughs)
2: Uh, This is this. We we have not decided. This is simply just one of the games that Bobby has mentioned.
1: But now, um uh, yeah yeah the, the, the other games that i had were old and i i wanted to do something a little more modern um and there are a lot of games that some of us have played but not all of us have played i would love to get the three of us together playing um you and i played it what's the game roguelike co-op Gunfire Reborn.
0: Oh, Gunfire Reborn. Yeah. Well, we already played it up together.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of changes since you last oh. played, but the three of we us. played Hunt Showdown. Hunt Showdown. That game mm.
2: just... Yeah. That game just it's got It's not
1: your week, kids, Nick. Too. It's not your week.
2: I know it's not my like week. you geez. shut your mouth. I just don't want to play Genshin Impact, okay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm feeling good about Genshin Impact. Yeah, me too. I think that's going to be best for everybody. Suck it up, right. buttercup
2: hey i'll play it that's the agreement I gotta play it for at least at least two hours all
1: right okay so it's settled it is decided you know other than that I really want to I, I've been really wanting to play darkest dungeon again I picked up the last DLC even though I heard it wasn't that great um, I picked it up on the last steam sale and maybe i'll check that out i I don't know the Crystals of Madness or whatever it's called.
0: When's Part Two supposed to drop?
1: That's what I'm wondering, man. I'm I'm still waiting on Dark. That's like my most they anticipated game. They right the whole
2: now. gameplay aspect. Like it's no longer a turn-based thing or some shit. Like oh yeah, that. they're
0: flipping it.
2: Yeah, on they're,
1: they're doing a lot of different. Like things. it's supposed to be like a Dead...
2: like not Dead... Wow, it's supposed to be somewhat like a Dark Souls-ish kind of thing. I don't oh, know wow. some shit like that. Hmm. I, like yeah. it's supposed to be third-person fighting instead of
0: turn-based. Yeah.
1: A uh, quick shout out to the drill bit coming in with fourteen months. Thank you.
0: Thanks, homie. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, man.
1: All right, but yeah, that's that's gonna be my week.
0: All awesome. right. Speaking for Bobby, Christopher, uh, Nick, and myself. F- big fucking tits. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>
1: It's the remote.